The podcast which you are about to hear is politically incorrect and offensive. The opinions expressed by the three assholes recording it are done so solely for comedy purposes. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Whiskey Reel. Four and three and two and one. No reason, no conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of good or evil. If what you say is true, the Shaolin and the Wu-Tang could be dangerous. Your mother sucks big fucking elephant dicks. Got that? Come on now, dog. You know I give you the mad, fat, superfly, stupid, dope, dumbass, retarded, bomb shit props. Take a big step back and literally fuck your own face! Late 70s. Everybody had this country thing they did. Yeah. That was kind of a big deal. It was gross. The Stones had a weird period of like that whole like beast of burden. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Tattoo You was, you know. Yeah. It was a, ooh, ooh, yeah. It was a strange ooh, era. Ooh, ooh. They were getting a little, they had their little disco-y, you know, sign of the times, brother. I don't know. I've always had a soft spot for that era, honestly. No, it's in cute. In a weird way, it was. It's cute. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, there's no, there's no hate there. I just don't ever need to hear certain songs. Again. But when I was a kid, I didn't. I didn't listen to classic Stones when I was a kid. Oh, okay. You know. Well, I mean? you listen to what your parents listened to. You My know, dad was a guitar yeah. player, so he was a blues guitar player. So I got an assful of of the all of black it. era, all of it. Yeah. You know. Luckily, yeah. threw in some Zeppelin, and you know, I I know you love Steely Dan, but a lot oh, of Steely Dan. God damn it. Tommy Bolin, you know Pink Floyd. I got, I got I, Hendrix. I got some good ones there in there. Steely Dan fans are amongst the, the most annoying motherfuckers. Dude, you're you're part of some of the most incorrigible band fan, okay, groups. You know that, right? Uh, who, who we all are. Okay, Tool. Sure, just insufferable ass. I'm not a tool head by any stretch you respect and admire I, tool i tool you're not a, a fucking lateralis will fucking kill you like you're not <laughs> no that no, guy i'm not that guy you know no it's the same with rush fans yeah insufferable yeah. insufferable awful horrible it's just fat animal. dudes and yeah. tight t-shirts playing air drums in the upper row yeah that's what a rush concert is there's three girls yeah they're all getting creeped on yeah. And a bunch of incels. That's yeah. that's a rush concert. Yeah. It's pretty Ugh. chill. Yeah. It's pretty great. There's some bad ones though. There're more a lot of modern bands are have insufferable, you know, fandom. I saw them. Rush in the early 90s. So did I? Yeah. I saw them in probably 93. Yeah, it's the year I saw them at the forum. I was at a uh, New Mexico State and yeah. they played the arena right across from my dorm. They're fucking they're dude I don't want to talk about it was how cool. their musicianship is off the charts. Off the charts. If you can get past Getty Lee's voice, the band is almost... I like Getty Lee's voice. Nobody likes... Getty Lee doesn't like Getty Lee's voice. <laughs> um, but from a musicianship standpoint, they're hard to fuck with on any level. Yeah. yeah. Like for their individual instruments, it's hard to find people better. Like, Being the other two guys, and I say that Alex Lifeson. I don't know who the fuck they were. Neil Pert and Alex Lifeson. But if you're not Neil Pert or Getty Lee, just being in that band had to be kind of a... It was either really, really liberating to not have to be held to that level. 
But he was. It's only a three-piece, dude. Yeah. Like, you can't be a bad guitar player in that band. No. He was phenomenal. They were obviously all amazing. Hurt's like top five drummer of all time, sort of thing. That's what I've heard. heard. I've heard good things. I've heard good things about the band. Um, (laughs) And they're Canadian who are now trying to kill America. Yeah. So, what we're saying. They're doing a great job. In a nutshell, Rush is trying to kill America. By the way, the eastern seaboard being covered in smoke doesn't make me sad. I don't know why, (laughs) but it. What if all the smoke just landed in Jersey? Yeah, I'm just like, that's awesome. <laughs> You're like, that's great. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, dude, this is like, I, do you, the only thing that I could equate with this, to a much lesser degree. Can we I've, call it what it is? What? It's smoke again. Smoke Smoke yeah, totally. Smoke again. <laughs> Dude, so bad. You know some asshole on local news is doing that right now. I guess they used the word, they did like a word cloud for news coverage uh-huh. of this whole thing, and the word Armageddon was used more than any other. It's the big word in the coverage. Brother, like, anytime there's a natural like disaster, it's an Armageddon. Is it Armageddon? It's fine. It's Armageddon. Smokeageddon has come. So stupid. It doesn't even have a good ring to it. Um, it really doesn't. It's a bad phonetic play on words. Um, <laughs> Smokeopolis. Smokeopolis. That that I can get down with. You like that better? Yeah. Okay. Let's yeah. go with Smokeopolis. Okay. But honestly, the only thing I can equate with this, when I was a wee wee lad, back in Dublin, no, when I was a, a young man, St. Helens happened. Yeah. And that was something that literally affected 15 uh, states. I was about to say, I mean, like it at was least everywhere. At least 40% of the country. I was in SoCal. It was it was everywhere. We had ash falling on us. Dude, we had ash us. in northern New Mexico. Think about that. So, I, I that's just wait we, till fucking Yellowstone goes up. Oh boy. Woo. That's going to be rough, bro. Hey, boo boo. The caldera. When the boo boo when That's the boo boo can't right? eat, I don't know. A caldera is like what? an underground volcano. I don't know. And that's what Yellowstone is. Why isn't there is. a death metal band called Caldera? I have no fucking idea. It's name right there, guys. It's amazing, guys. Trademark. It's been waiting for you. Trademark. We just, yeah, we started a band. Trademark. Right, right now. Yeah. It's it's going to be, uh, it's going to be Psycho Fiddle <laughs> and a, a two string dropped E bass. Yeah. And it's all filters. Yeah. It, you'll never hear the actual instrument. Uh, it should be pretty sick. Uh, we could also <laughs> call it mangy venison, because that's what lives in Yellowstone. It's oh. just mangy fucking deer. Well, I don't know. I, I spent a week in Yellowstone as a kid. Me too. You know, being from Me that, too. you know, it was beautiful. Yeah. Did the waterfalls. It was yeah. gorgeous. It's gorgeous. I got poked by a sunfish. You know what a sunfish is? Yeah. Yeah, I got deuced by a sunfish, Yeah, dude. they have, like, spines. Yeah, those little fuckers. Yeah. Communist fish. They're like catfish. They have that, like, spiny... Yeah, they're weird. Cartilage. That shit hurt. Yeah. Fuck stick. Oh, dude, I've had... I would have ate... I would have gooly-goo-gooed that fucker if I could have caught it. <laughs> um, but, no, ha- like, the eastern seaboard, essentially, and yeah. a lot of inland uh, states are, you know, you're not... Uh, suggested to go outside at the moment. I mean, it's it's a, I, and I don't know the extent of it 
full disclosure, and by the way, we're recording on Friday, as we always do. So by the time you guys hear this, it could have gotten extremely worse or started to subside. I think it started to subside today. I wonder, you know what I wonder? But it could flare up at any moment. As is, just like my hems. Yeah. Right? Um, You never Um, know. You never know. And my herps. I might have to tie one off. Um, (laughs) That's the thing that always, like was making me not laugh because it's a horrible thing and people are like having respiratory issues it's not no it's catastrophic it's catastrophic economically Uh, and yeah in so many ways for sure um our hearts our thoughts and prayers oh god thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers um (laughs) some some i was in in a line today and some lady did not get bacon on her burger and all i said was thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers you're gonna be okay you're gonna be fine you're gonna make Um, it through this you know Heart emoji, heart emoji, praying hands emoji. You're going to make it through this, Kristen. <laughs> Chris, Kirsten. Kirsten. It's always a Kirsten. My name is Kirsten. Name, it's a Kristen. <laughs> Fascist. Um, no. <laughs> but no, what I was saying is, what do you think the right is doing with masks in the smoke? Wearing them. No, do you think they're like, okay. <laughs> We couldn't breathe when it was fucking Corona, but now we're wearing the masks and we're doing great. Or are they like, this is a hoax fire hoax. This is complete conspiracy smoke. Fake news, bro. This is actually chemtrails. There is no fire and there is no Canada. Yeah. You guys are just dropping genetically altering smoke on us, right. and you want me to wear a mask but and restrict my breathing, which is an American right? UFOs are real, though. Dude, but did you see that last one? It fucking freaked me out. Yo, listen. Yeah. Hey, I've we've that has to be chat listeners, GDP, right? Like, that, no, that wasn't. No, 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 listeners. You mighty mighty listeners, we spoke about. UFOs and our thought, just our general thoughts on them, because everybody has a general thought on them. Usually, most people dismiss it, or, or at least at the very least, admit the fact that they don't know. Which seems to be the smartest. Like, look, is it possible? Yes. Is it probable? Probably not. But it's possible. There's galaxies of infinite number and within those galaxies are planets of infinite number and it would be very 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 america for us to think we're the only planet with life on it actually it's mathematically impossible yes so coming from that you go okay well could be but could they get here and did we see and then some so i've always been on the side of i honestly think that there is intelligent life out there and sure. I'm not quacking it up and saying I got abducted and somebody put something in my butthole. No. Which would be cool if you want to do that. Be a lot better than be the lot, alternative. A lot more fun. <laughs> make sure it's like a Wednesday because those are my kind of May days. So yeah. make sure I get abducted and analed on a Wednesday. Sure. Um, but but no, like you saw the video. Yeah, it's crazy. No, granted, listen, anything could be altered. Yes. You brought up chat GBT. There's some people that are so brilliant with special effects and even Photoshop, very hard to tell. What's on that video? Scary. It's terrifying. It felt like signs. Yes. It felt like the moment in signs when the alien walks across the pathway. And you're like, oh, and you're like, fuck. Yeah. You turn into fucking yeah, Joaquin Phoenix where they're you're here. just like, oh, Jesus. They're here. I don't... Maybe, again, Ronald Reagan, worst president in American history. 
You can quote me on that. Uh, uh, I will second. He's probably the worst. Yeah, he's mine. I mean, I didn't live during Buchanan and Taft and all these also ran presidents. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> we weren't around for Garfield, Garfield, Andrew and, Johnson, or... yeah, any of those quacks. <laughs> um, but no, like this would be the one thing uh, Ronald Reagan always said was like. I'm sure if there was somebody else that basically implying if there was an invasion from out of space, it would be the first, it would be the best time to galvanize his humanity. So I don't know, considering we have Bobert and Gates and Gomert and MTG, assuming those people are, are in office, the aliens might just finally have went, you know what? Wow. We need to shuffle the deck. <laughs> we need to blow this shit up a little bit and sure. mix it up because these idiots are fucking on a path of no return. Well, I'll say this. If they're going to turn us into fuel cells of some sort. To serve man. Um, the red states are going to be ideal. Yeah, because they, they're all fat as shit. I mean, dude, like they're they're like potato clocks. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen a human pickled pig foot? <laughs> That's a thing. Um, they they say by twenty thirty five, nothing too far in the future, but like 10, 15 years. Uh, they estimate. 80, 80% of the United States will be a beast. Yeah. Does that surprise you at all? It's pretty Did, rough. You didn't twitch? No. No, that's a real thing. No, that doesn't... No. That's on brand, right? Yeah. Idiocracy much? Um, or um, what, uh, what was the goddamn Pixar movie? Mm. Um, Wally? Wally. Yeah. Wally. Yeah. Oh, no, we're pretty close. Well, I you mean, know? a rascal scooter turns into a hover scooter <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty quick. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Baron Harkonnen, dude. And I'm, I'm, I'm streaming Ted Lasso. <laughs> <laughs> in my left eye, I have female volleyball. And in the right eye, I got the third season of Ted Lasso. Um, no, but, you know, that's what we're destined for in God Bless America. We'll be dead before all this happens, so I don't. You know, God, oh, I, I, I wish the best for my daughter. I don't know what else to say. I have a birthday coming up next week, and I've already kind of given myself five years. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby's got like a doomsday death clock at his yeah, house. Just based on how I feel every morning. Where he I wakes wake up, up and the birds are chirping, and one lands on your finger, and you look at the death clock and, you're, yeah. and you wink. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, bitches. Right on. Right track. on, brother. Yeah. Uh, we're good. We're gonna we're gonna float down the aisle of this is gonna be a very unusual episode. Number one, Bobby oh. and I are both feeling randy. In like in a sexual way? Well, maybe. I mean I the sun's out. Makes me kinda wanna Sun's out, buns out, dude. Yeah. There's a lot less clothes are being worn by the population of Durango now than they were, let's say, two months ago. I've uh, noticed the trend. You've noticed a trend. I'm going to digress just for two seconds. Yes. Rompers are out. No, rompers are gone. What's Short in? cut jean jean shorts yes. are in. Yes, sir. With a hint of cheek. Oh, a sousant? Just a, just a, oh, look a at sousant. my, here, that's my butt. That's my butt. Just a little quickie. So, boop, boop. There's a lot of that happening in Durango right now. There's a lot of boop, boop. Yeah. Yeah. Little. That's yeah. what I like to call little it. Little check out my stuff. Little doo doo doo. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, I've been privy. Uh, that being said, that be, I, I dost thou protest too much. I am aware. Um, I am aware. Uh, 
we are going to go on a fucking full rant episode. This oh, yeah. isn't about movies. We're just going to get mad. This is, well, ranting good and bad and hopefully entertaining. I thought the first part was fine. We'll, we'll do better. I promise, Mom. I promise. I love you so much. Don't hate me. It was a solid um, rant. It was a solid rant. Um, we're going to talk a little about uh, Donald uh, Bocephus Trump. Yeah. That will be a big part. We're going to talk golf. Yeah. We're going to talk about dead religious leaders and okay, celebrating. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about terrorist countries owning things yeah. in our country. And amongst all of that, probably uh, tangentially go off into space and talk about aliens and Joaquin Phoenix and Mel Gibson's racism. I feel like this is a moment. We yeah. should take it right now. Die. Do That's, it. You are the La Plata County expert on wine. So let's talk about what Oof, we're drinking real That's quick. a lot. That's a lot. Well, number one, I will beat you to the punch. I will raise you oh. and say, welcome back to the Whiskey Reel. This is the whiskiest of reels and the riskiest of wheels. My friend and I are floating high above Cloud City in a giant rascal like Baron Harkonnen. <laughs> judging all of you and wishing we, we had more spice. Because spice makes you feel nice. nice. And uh, we're looking I've down had and some spice up. today. I bet you have. We're looking at, by the way, real <laughs> drug, never do it. We're looking down on Durango, <laughs> judging everybody with butt cheeks hanging out because you all are doing it, men and women. And no, you know nice. what? Bless your life. Yeah. And I love you all for it. It is summertime. It's probably Durango's first real summertime in about three years. And I've got my own thoughts on that with pandemics and people not feeling comfortable and things were weird and then blah, 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 blah. We are definitely in a new chapter of Durango's history because I look around town. I don't know any of you fucking people. God, dude. Um, it's the weirdest thing I've ever experienced. But yeah. I, from what I understand, there's a 10-year change in this town. I am now 11 years into Durango. So I guess it's time for me to step back and let some other people deal with downtown. And you know what? That's fine. Yeah. Um, we are happy to be back. We took a week off a couple weeks ago. We were back last week. I saw Kylene. She told me to get out of the red zone and drive around the block if I want to pick up my daughter. And that's perfectly fine because that's her job. Yeah. But I I did sneak in the alley and stay there, Kylene, while you weren't looking. So. <laughs> um, to each his own, knickknack. Paddywhack. Also, I know two days ago you walked by my car even though my meter was blinking, so... I did that? No, she did. Oh. Whoa, I thought she said she you She had to have. I, I thought you said you didn't give exceptions. You told me you didn't give exceptions. I walked in... Apparently, the... Bobby gets exceptions. I get consideration. Ah, bullshit. I call <laughs> horseshit on that whole thing. I was literally in the car, motor running, in a red, not blocking anybody, waiting for my daughter who's a child that I was picking up. And I was told, you know what you can do? Pound sand, drive around the block. Because <laughs> um, that's the respect I get in this town. She's a tough customer. She is. She's a bad bitch. Um, in the best possible way. You know, of we course. love you. We love her. Uh, that being said, I hope all of you are doing well. It is beautiful outside. Uh, enjoy the semi-hot until it gets to the hot, hot, hot. The Dexter Poindexter, the what's what's the name? Buster Poindexter. Buster Poindexter. Hot, hot, hot. He just had a documentary about him. Um, David Johansson. He's got a weird career. 
But um, wasn't he in the New York Dolls or some yeah. shit? Yeah. No, he yeah. was the New he York, was the Dolls. New York Dolls, yeah. basically. It's weird to go from a really cool musical career to being Buster Poindexter. You know, and I considered iterations almost like an actor playing different characters, and I can understand that from a performance level. I just thought the New York Dolls were, uh, what's the word, what's the word, what's the word, what's the word, overrated. So, yeah, in my opinion. but they were fun. I, they were fine. They were, gla- they were the first glam. They were like, super glam. Glam New York punk. To a T. Hadn't, hadn't really existed prior to that, to yeah. that extent. Yeah. So I give much respect to feeling hot, hot, hot. Yeah. Um, great character, Buster Poindexter. He was great in Scrooge. Scrooge was phenomenal. Christmas present, right? He was amazing. Christmas present? Yeah, he was, was the taxi he? driver. Taxi driver, right. Exactly. He was also in a Stephen King anthology called Cat's Eye. Yes, he was. So suck my dick Whoa, if you don't that know is that such movie. A good pull. I know. Cat's I was, Eye is amazing. I've been waiting for that one. Cat's it doesn't really amazing. it doesn't really hold up. Don't um, ever watch that again. Okay. I saw it like six months yeah, ago. It was rough. That's a whole other conversation. Yeah, a whole other conversation. That being said, I hope you guys are doing well. Sitting across from me is my brethren. He is the king of all skin cancer cells. He owns and he, is dom- he has dominion over all cancer. So remember that the next time you look at him sideways. Because yeah, he'll the give you some. Season he'll me. throw you some cancer. He'll just give you the side eye, the stinky hairball. And he'll just fucking give it to you. Yeah. Um, along with that, he's also a refined gentleman. He's also a kind soul. And he's also everybody's buddy in town. This is Bobbeth Van Noys of the Tallahassee Van Noises. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Yeah, if you're ever walking downtown and you see me wearing a long sleeve shirt. And it's 110. It's, when it's 110. <laughs> just know the sun is not my friend. And you know it's as hot as it is, by the way. So you don't go. Yeah. Don't walk up to you and go, God, Bobby, why are God, you wearing. Overdressed today. You know how hot it is. No, I know how hot it is. And you would love to be in a tank top and booty shorts as much as everybody else. I would love to. Yeah, but you can't. My hair product is sunscreen. <laughs> Like, I literally have to slather my head, which is a great word. I have to slather my head in sunscreen pretty much every morning, I don't know, 300 days a year. That's crazy. Because if I get skin cancer again, the next one's going to get me. It's going to get you good? Oh, no. I just had a melanoma removed in the last two months. And I haven't really talked about that with people. No, you haven't. But on my inner thigh, where no No sun sun has ever seen. (laughs) You've never never sunned your dick? And, uh, uh, no. Well, I mean, I've been naked out in the mountains. But have you ever sunned your dick and balls? No. No. It's pretty liberating. Yeah. I mean, you can't do it. And you're supposed to put your knees up and sun out your butthole too. Just get your little button. Oh yeah, you can get your little 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 balloon knot. Little little sun button. Little shade of mauve. <laughs> Sitting across from me is that idiot. You guys, he's my everything bagel. Yeah, bro. He is getting ready to open an everything bagel cantina. Bagel cafe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we're doing that type of thing. Yeah, we are. I'm so proud of him. Thanks, buddy. Nobody pivots like this man. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> he's got a he's got a pivot to his walk and <laughs> a shimmy to his cock. The, <laughs> the general manager of all the bagels. Yeah, Sir Antonio Branderas of Thank the Roan Banderas. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure feeling kind of I'm just lovely in the Roan Valley right now. 
it is probably warmer than it should be. Yeah. <laughs> and I could say that about everywhere on the yeah. planet Earth. Yeah. Um, it's ask the muggy. Ask the polar bears. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. That being said. Uh, yeah. We do have stuff to talk about. Our body is going to be, like you were saying, our body is going to be a little different this week. We're just going to kind of shamble. I thought of a word oh. that you like. Okay. Scattershot. It's going to be scattershot. We're it's just going to talk scattershot things that are things that are grinding our gears, <laughs> <laughs> things that are mashing my balls. Uh, yeah, no. It, it, look, we there's so much going on in the world, and I know we try to like we have a thematic thing. We try to talk about moving. So and- let's keep this topic to as let's apply a little brevity to this. Okay. But we have to talk about the low-hanging fruit, which is Donald J. Bartholomew Trump. Johansson Trump. Has been indicted for a second time? This second is time. His second indictment. Yes. Um, wow. Uh, 37 counts. 37 counts. Uh, the indictment was just released. Uh, and again, we're recording on Friday, so we understand the time loop that we're in. So it could be 49. By the time you guys, by the time you guys hear this, <laughs> he might be dead. Uh, Those rape 30, indictments actually come uh, down by the time uh, we release this. I know, this, right? You yeah. Know? Well, yeah. statute of limitations being what they are. Uh, but he has, this is second indictment. He's on a roll, two impeachments, two indictments. More to follow, by the way. Many more to follow. Uh, we haven't even talked about uh, Fonnie Willis yet in Georgia. That's going to be a big one. And That's a big one. We haven't even talked about Jan 6. <laughs> This man's going to be in and out of court for the rest of his life, as he should be. This man's journey started when his dad uh, had to pay a fine for not letting black people live in his buildings. This is the genesis of Donald Trump. He is a failed businessman. He is a failed president. He's a failed husband. He's a failed father. He has not taken a W in his entire life. Has he been able to generate money from being a skeevy cunt? Yeah, if that's something you want to do. Yeah. Um, he took $10 million and made it into 9 He's got bullshit on top of bullshit. <laughs> and now we've got proof of it. And if you think for a second this is going to be some thing where, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow goes to court for three years and gets fucking exonerated or something, if you think this is some sort of reality show or this isn't real, you have another thing coming this is serious federal charges. Now, how they want to handle it, anybody's guess. This probably will take, on the short side, if they take a plea, this will take about six months. On the long side, probably about a year. And funny, what's happening about a year from now? It is June of 23, yeah. June of 24, <gasps> right before the presidential election. This is crazy. It's almost like they planned it. Because they did. It's the same reason Georgia isn't filing charges because they're working in conjunction. If you think those offices aren't talking to each other, of course they are. Any depositional material witness material can be used for either. Once you're deposed, it's court record. So what they're doing is they're working in conjunction to have a common theme. They're looking at RICO charges, conspiracy charges. And the big charge out of the 37 counts, the one that means the most to me, the one near to my heart, is conspiracy to obstruct justice. That charge, 
and I'm not talking about jail time, comes with an additional thing, which is you can no longer run for federal office. That takes him out of the race. Um, this, as much as I know we get, we're very jaded, we hear people go, quote unquote, on trial. You had Michael Flynn get fucking, you know, um, exonerated, get fucking, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh, acquitted? No, no, no. The P word that a president can do. Oh, pardon. Pardon. God, that white. Oh, wow. Oh, Hi. Oh. Welcome back to America. Yeah. Um, people get pardoned. Nixon got pardoned in 73. Um, yeah. He committed federal crimes. He then stepped down from office, never went to trial, and the following president acquitted him and, and pardoned him more specifically. Spiro Agnew, the vice president of the United States in 1972, when I was born, yeah, that's right, what? Spiro Agnew had 48 counts of federal crimes. And instead of waiting to be pardoned, this is what he did. And let me let me throw this back in Bobby's court to see if this sounds like it could happen. There's precedence to this. Before he literally stepped into a courtroom for his... Um, before he went even to say plead guilty or innocent or say anything, right? right. Um, he went and gave the Secretary of State, uh, Kissinger, basically gave him a note basically saying, I will no longer, I will step out of the White House and no longer be involved in politics. Right. There's a fancy way, an eloquent way to dress that up, but that is allowed. And they took that. He then proceeded to a courtroom for his arraignment and, and they said all charges are dropped and nobody yeah. knew why. That is on the table. Yes. And I'm wondering. Definitely. With precedent. Now, it really depends because the Department of Justice is an independent body. Biden doesn't control them, by the way. So if you listen to other news organizations, no, you think. he does not. The DOJ is not in. The president doesn't control them like they control the Gestapo. That's not how this works. No, Neither they can, does the FBI. Like the FBI serves at the serves the president, but does is not. They can recommend but not things, beholden, not beholden at all. Especially the DOJ. Yeah, They're, the DOJ is not beholden at whatsoever. all. They're the judiciary branch. The yeah. three branches of government. MTG likes to think it's Congress, Senate, and President. <sighs> no. She's boy, little far off there, old old fucking thicky dude. Um, it look at that neck, look at that neck, brother. (laughs) But that being said, there's a third branch. The judiciary branch of government is not beholden to any other branches. They are independent. Is there influence? Are people friends? Yeah, we're not stupid, but ultimately, you're not beholden to any president, as you can tell, right? So these. In, this indictment is going to be a big deal for the future of America. Like, no bullshit. That's not hyperbole. This is the first time this has ever happened. It might be the last time. Yeah. Maybe it won't be. Should fucking baby Bush have been brought up on fucking war crimes? I don't know. Probably. But this is the first time we're seeing this. He's going to get arraigned on Tuesday. Um, and by the time you hear this, he probably will have already pleaded, which he'll always say not guilty because when has he ever admitted wrongdoing to anything from cheating on his wife to taking money from people and stealing to probably God knows what those poor kids went through. Like as bad as Trump Jr. and Eric. 21 counts of rape. I mean, just 21? 
No. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's a bad he's a bad person. You guys that listen here aren't fans of that guy. We know that. So it's no use beating a dead horse. This is going to be interesting moving forward merely because we're in historical territory. This has never happened before. So we're going to see if America and its constitution, the people that uphold it, truly want to uphold it. Yeah. That's what we're going to see. We're going to see if democracy actually works right. at the end of the day. And we're on a world stage doing this. Sure. But how do you feel? What do you think is going to happen? I know you're a little bit more cynical than I am by virtue of the potentiality of criminal indi- like um, of, of a guilty verdict or any sort of sentencing is involved. I don't, I, I don't think I'm that cynical. I don't think we ever see a guilty verdict because... Um, at some point, you're going to cop a plea. Um, that's just the nature of what we're talking about. The charges of this level, the implications are way too big. And at some point, no matter how narcissistic and delusional a human being can be, which I think he's up there, um, he's eventually you're going to cop a plea. And will you see? People cop pleas because they feel like they have no other way out. And this, his narcissism and delusion of grandeur is so big that he might be the last guy to know. He will be the last guy. Do you know what I'm saying? No, he will be the last guy. Everybody's going to be around him going, do it, do it. And he's just going to be like, no. Well, and that's where my cynicism comes in because I think eventually you keep pursuing something and keep pursuing something. I mean, at, at some point, you have to just fucking be like, fuck, I'm fucked. You know what I mean? Uh, I think he's stupid enough to carry on this fight for a very long time because he knows carrying on the fight means he can get reelected. As long as these charges are outstanding, he can run for office. They won't so, be, though. Uh, they're going to they're gonna be able to... They've well, spent, they've you say spent, that. They've spent two years putting together an ironclad case. This yeah. is not going to take very long. They've deposed everybody from his chief of staff on down. This is not going to take a long time by virtue of evidentiary. And obviously people are willing to roll or this and, never would have come to court. Right. Like they and, have people oh, no. that are ready everybody to roll. Everybody roll. And, and, yeah. and the conspiracy becomes important because they've already brought in other people to be criminally indicted. So for their, for them being... For them having everything expunged, they've clearly rolled. It's not a question of if they did. They did. No, no. People Otherwise, it'd be criminal indictments on these other people, sure. which there will be in the end, because you still have guys like Giuliani and Bannon and all these dickheads oh, yeah. um, that, that are going to fucking get a little taste of justice as well. Ban- and Bannon's already been pardoned once. I don't think... Biden's going to pardon Bannon. Again. No. Um, I would certainly he's already hope dodged that. a bullet once because yeah. he's a, a fucking conniving grifter as well. Um, but it's weird because being in uncharted waters is a, it's hard not to speculate. It's hard not to go, well, what if, what if, what if. I think ultimately this goes the Spiro Agnew route. I think they are going to pile such an amassment of, of evidence in front of them. The only thing that is the wild card is his inability to see yeah. what's in front of him. Sure. And that's, I think, the ultimate rub. They're going to offer him a plea because nobody wants to see an ex-president dragged through court for a year. Nobody wants that. Right. Um, so they're going to give him something. They're going to say, you, it, we'll give you this. Yeah. Is he uh, in his right mind to be able to see the forest for the trees? 
you know what he's going to do, being a narcissist, and I speak from personal experience. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're right. As, I mean, it's like there's 30-some percent of this country that is going to stick with him come hell or high water. And I think this indictment is actually going to bolster those numbers a little bit. I think there's going to be Republicans that had kind of fled that are going to now be like, wow, God damn it, they're just going after this guy. You know what I mean? Right. And he's going to gain some support through this, which is only going to feed that monster. His ego monster is eating right now. Yeah. Because his numbers are going to go up. See, I don't think... I think they'll go up in the Republican side of things. They're not going up. They're not going up on mass. But... He's going to carve back into that independent voter, I don't think soft so. Republican. I don't think I he think has those anymore. I do. I think the independent, that whole, th- by the way, that mythos of the independent voter is kind of proven to be bullshit. Um, it's really the turnout of the people who were already where they were. I don't think there's these people yeah, having conversations. Some of those independent like, voters are Trump supporters. The, and they were in the beginning. So to call them independent is kind of disingenuous but you know what i'm saying no i know what you're saying yeah that it's just a brass tax reality his base is so in its corner they're they're gonna vote for him whether he executes a baby on stage he's gonna get his votes regardless is he gonna gain new voters Mm. Oh no, no, I don't think so, no, man. for sure. He's but, got the twenty five. And the reason of the I country. even the reason I'm not talking about him winning the presidency. The reason I bring that up is because what it's going to do is bolster his narcissism and bolster his. Yeah, he'll still run to stand his ground oh my God. and to run, and he'll still win the GOP. Yeah, that's how soft and the Republicans even if are. he loses a primary to a DeSantis or a Nikki Haley or someone, which will never happen never in the history happen. of ever. But, if that were to happen, he I think his narcissism would allow him to continue to run. As third party. As a third party. I beg he, and hope and wish that happens. He's the kind of man that will fucking never allow self-doubt to enter into his mind because he's incapable of it. He's Nero with the fiddle. He right? literally doesn't have the gene. He's Nero. That allows him humility and understanding and self-awareness yeah. and all those things that a lot of us have. Yeah. You know, I make fun of myself for being a narcissist. But, but there's, like... There's a... I do have a moment where I'm like... There's self-awareness. I, I have to be like, aware of like, yeah. who I am. That's why I'm saying. The building, you know, Rome is burning around you and you're playing the fiddle. Yeah. Because you don't get the fact that you're about to die. That everything's you know? going down. Everything's going down. And you're taking down. everything down with you. Well, just... The, hey... <laughs> Genetics are a bitch. If you if you fucking inbred chicken fuckers want to go down with this guy, <laughs> then you go right ahead. I have no sympathy for you motherfuckers anymore. You're you're tiring. You're baffling. You're just flat out dumb. You're like, married to Donald Trump like those girls were married to David Koresh. You've married yourself. Yeah. To this cult of personality figure that that yes, and he is easily could be conceived by as scholars will look back on this and say he was a messianic character for thirty percent of this country. A cult figure for the dumb. Yeah, 
He was. He was the Messiah for the However stupid. However you want to characterize them. Jesus of the stupid. And yes, they're pretty stupid. Yeah, they're dumb. A bunch of torch carrying. I've never seen, I've never had, I've never seen an intelligent argument from that side. He gave a voice to the worst people possible. And said it. The uneducated are my people. They are his people. And so are the fat and stupid. So, he's a great guy. We're going to, we're going <laughs> to, um, we've got a whole body that we're going to do. Did you want to break? I mean, we're 40 minutes in. Okay, we're going to break. So that that might have been our body, but that's well, okay. Well, no, we're going to roll no, back. No, we're riffing. We've got a second body. We do. And we're going to talk about something that was very interesting. Bobby sent out a text. You're going to wait around because it's two seconds to you, but we're going to dart it up. Yeah. Wine it it's up. great timing. We're going to talk about wine when we get back real quick. I'm not going to get too fucking flossy bossy. I'm just going to talk about some wine that's really good. We're going to get a gonna, little ooh la la. We're going to dig into some spots. I believe they call it spots in the Netherlands. All right. We're going to talk about wine in a couple of minutes. Before we do that, 970-426-5344 is the number. Oh, sorry. I fucked you. I stepped on you. That's all right. I Sean mowed you. Do it one more time. One more time. 970-426-5344. Big Head Todd is irrelevant. (laughs) 970-426-5344. Yes, we had Big Head Todd showed up to Durango this week. God, everybody was so excited. Big ups. To Big Head Todd for maintaining relevancy after 30 years. Oh, I'm proud of you guys. Look, honestly. Look, it's fine if you play out. And it's great when people show up. Hey, man, 30 years, and we all remember that song. I didn't know the song until you told me, but I knew they had one. It's bittersweet. Not sweet, but bitter. <laughs> oh, yeah. When you the say way. the lyrics out loud. Look, look. Did they make did they make a hit song? They did. 30 years ago? Yeah, they did. And it was a big song at the time. And I'm not nobody can take that away from them. They probably got a gold or platinum album because of it. Bro, I will never be able to like if you say make any- it onto the things to do in Denver while you're dead soundtrack, <laughs> you are crushing it. Remember Andy Garcia? Uh when, <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> by the way, I don't hate that movie. It's a great... Actually, I like that movie a lot. I like that movie. I remember. Yeah. Um, Diet Pacino. If you're wondering, that's the band that was playing in the background while Gabrielle Anwar, who had her... She had a moment. She had her 14 minutes of fame. 
and um, she was a little smoke show. She was smokerouski. She was cute as a button. Yeah, that one. She was in three movies. She was cute as a tanned gooch. <laughs> <laughs> no, we get it. We don't get a lot of good music live in Durango, Colorado. Well, that's a fact. How did I explain it to you? I said if you've been crawling in the desert for three days, dying of thirst, yeah, and somebody offers you. A glass of warm piss. I'm going to smash. Yeah. And what do you say after? Thank you. Thank you, sir. May I have another? Can I have some more? Yeah. And that was the big hit talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, we are starved for entertainment in this town. I hope there are entertainers out there that are, you know, will eventually come back here. Because we used to have some really good hip-hop acts. We used to have some really good... Like, really good. Like, really good DJs come yeah. through. And, um, you know, and I know that's not everybody's stilo, and I get it. But it, like, it, there used to be some, like, relevant acts that came through. No, there have been people like... I mean, Dell has canceled on Durango multiple times. 47 times. <laughs> but, uh, but, I mean, look, Aesop Rock has played this town three different times. Blessed us with Dude, his presence. Danny Brown breezed through fucking Durango, Think Colorado. about that. You know what He's I mean? He's too big for us now. He's way too big for us now. So was Aesop. So was all oh, the, Aesop's. All the, Aesop is never coming And back. all the Rhymesayer kids. Nobody's ever coming They're back. They're not coming back. No. They're not coming no, back. No, no, no. We're no. not going to get the next Ciroc show. We're going to get the... Run the Jewels tour coming through here. <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's okay. Uh, but anywho. Anywho. Yeah, yeah. Um, we back talk- to the matter at hand. Perfection is perfection, <laughs> so I let them understand. Uh, sorry. We had it from a, G, from a G's perspective. We talked a little bit about the great orange one, our holy lordness of orange. And he has a tie into what we're about to talk about. So... He Bobby, does. He does. Bobby, myself, and Chuddy Buddy, Sean Moriarty, uh, who's a beautiful man. He's got a really weird beard right now. No, I'm not. I'm freaked out by his beard. It's a little bit aggressive. It's a little bit Wolfman Jackie. <laughs> he his beard would be considered. That's when you go to the barber and you order the insurrectionist. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's a beautiful guy. He is a beautiful so, guy. So we have a text thread that's been ongoing for lo these many years. And Bobby said something on the text thread where I was like, huh, that's a lot. And it was about the PGA, right? It's golf. So all you golf fans out there. Uh, but it's bigger than golf, what we're going to talk about. But it's about the PGA, which is an organization that is the main golf organization where all the big golfers play it. And then they created an organization through Saudi Arabia called Live, L-I-V. So what happened was Live, who Saudi Arabia owned, right? They're all Saudi money, decided to basically go up against the PGA. Pretty simple structure so far. And they basically went to players in the PGA and said, listen, we will pay you an ungodly amount of money to play on our tour. And then the PGA went, hey, listen, if you play on their tour, you're no longer welcome back on our tour. And so it became this very contentious thing of two different organizations. Very contentious. Very contentious. And rightfully so, from my opinion. But now, as of a few days ago, uh, they have now put in that they are trying to join organizations. 
This is after the PGA basically said, you know, go pound sand, suck a bag of dicks. We will never work with you. The people that work with you are dead to us. And everybody drew sides. Everybody was on teams. Everybody went tribal for this. So as it stands now, the PGA wants to play friends with the LIV, essentially combining these golf organizations to be led, I can only surmise, by the Saudis. Now, Bobby. It gets tricky right there. You said this is the biggest sports story in history. I said it's the... You yes. did. I did. Okay. And I, I still kind of stand by that. Okay. Now, we when we met up earlier with Sloshy Lobato, who's our conduit. Our, we love our Sloshy. We love our Sloshy. So when we met up and we were talking about it, my question was, I looked at it like this is a, a, a rich, white, elitist game. And I don't mean that from a fucking activist standpoint. I didn't grow up with golf clubs. No, it's a fact. Nobody I, I knew. And I, there was a golf course a mile from where I was born. My grandfather played semi-pro golf. Like, golf was in my family, apparently. But this is not a sport you just go to the park and play, like baseball or basketball or football. You just don't pick up a piece of equipment and play this game. You need to have a fucking an appointment. You need to have the necessary equipment. You need to like dress a certain way and do certain things. Yeah, it's a very you in my pay mind green fees. Like, yeah, you got you know you got to pay to play. Yeah. and so in my mind, this was always a very elitist sport. This is a money sport. This and you're is, not wrong. This is a sport that rich people play. It wasn't yep. a poor sport. You are not right? wrong. Okay. So, and I don't think anybody would argue with that necessarily. Um, but, um, so when I saw that the PGA was joining with the Saudi company, in my mind, I was like, rich guys going for more money. And so what? Sure. Like, they're always going to go for more money. Fuck what's happening. If you're going to pay me a dollar more to do this, I'm going to do this. So it's just for me another expression of capitalist get ahead and yeah. we don't care. Fuck everybody else. We want our wallet. We want our bag. Yeah. And I understand that. A fair perspective. But I didn't. There was no caring involved. Like, I look at that like I look at fucking Verizon taking over T-Mobile. I don't give a fuck because you're not my world. I don't care about you. So I came to Bobby and I was like, why did you have this perspective? And Bobby obviously will speak for himself on what you said to me, which was interesting. Well, I think the 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 reason this is a bigger sports story or a bigger geopolitical story right. than what is being presented is the fact that this opens the door now. Um, what's been going on in the last few years with Saudi Arabia to me is very fascinating because they're um, obviously a country that is looked at as a terrorist regime. They have issues with uh, women's rights. They have issues with rights versus Westerners. I mean, Gay. very, very famously murdered an American journalist not that fucking long ago. Right in front of us. Dismembered him. And, and yeah. the aforementioned Donald Trump went, eh, yeah. I don't know. So when this first came out, the, the term that was coined and created was called sports washing. And what sports washing is, is 
getting involved in popular worldwide sports in an effort to kind of cleanse your record from a humanitarian standpoint and become a player on a worldwide stage where no one like people are going to forget so just like they did the world cup yeah exactly um and very you bring up the world cup very famously, Saudi is becoming incredibly involved in the worldwide uh, European football or soccer uh, community because, one, they love fucking football. Yeah. They love it, um, much like they love golf. Like Part of the reason that we're talking about this is because the guy that leads what is called the PIF or the Public um, Investment Fund of Saudi Arabia – is it's not Saudi Arabia buying this, it's this fund. The, P, <laughs> the PIF is what's buying but, this. But it's all oil money that comes from sure. Saudi Arabia. So the PIF or the PIF is getting involved in these sports. So soccer initially was the big thing, and and we really first saw it with uh, Ronaldo getting a you know a billion dollar offer to, or half a billion to go play for two years in Saudi Arabia. And we're like, oh, okay, that's weird. And Ronaldo just disappears from the planet and goes and plays in Saudi Arabia, where, by the way, no one watches fucking football. Like, right. uh, from a worldwide perspective. Right. They watch it, right? So this next step was the Live Tour. And the Live Tour was an effort to undermine the PGA. And they found members of the PGA, most notably Phil Mickelson, Greg Norman, these guys that had personal beef with the leadership of the PGA. And it's important to note that the PGA is not some, they are a non-for-profit that puts on events in an effort to provide um, philanthropic endeavors is their whole goal, right? Now, we could argue up and down about whether or not that's what they do, but the PGA is a multi-billion dollar endeavor. I mean... Golf, one could argue, is probably the most well-to-do, richest sport. Like when it comes to just people that outside are of in Formula it. One racing, yeah, I think yeah, they're involved in that too. That's I'm sure they are. Piece of this puzzle, they're involved in any international sport. The reason I said this is the biggest sports story ever because the reach that the PIF has is so fucking ridiculous. I mean, we're not talking billions with the PIF. We're talking about a trillion dollar organization mm-hmm. that is getting involved in every as, uh, aspect of worldwide sports that they can, that they can get in. Sure. This is the one that hits home for Americans because the PGA is a storied um, classic. You know, you can all, you can hear Jim Nance in the back of your head. just like, hello, friends. And fucking like that. Those, you know, the birds chirping on fucking Augusta. You know what I mean? It couldn't be more fucking American. Racism. You know, sure. All that shit. Yeah. Yeah, just black, Very American. Black guys carrying golf bags. Very American. Very, very American. Very American. Um, so the reason I think this is a big deal is because this is not going to stop. If this deal goes through, this is a step in the direction of Saudi Arabia and despotic regimes that make a ton of money through via oil... Being able to sports wash their reputations and get into the, the these theaters 
and and change the way the world perceives them. And our decision is like, well, do how far do we want them to go? Mm-hmm. And I made the point. I mean, if you're a, a fan of the biggest sport in America, which is the National Football League, I don't think we're very far off from the PIF wanting to get involved in the National Football League and buy into and maybe buy a team. That's a big deal from a geopolitical and from just a sporting aspect. You know what I mean? It's huge. Um, they're already buying into Premier League teams. They're buying into La Liga. They're buying into all these different pro football leagues, which are huge fucking deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when I say it's the biggest sports story ever, it's because the reach of it is... Potentially. Potentially beyond compare. Right. Like, we have things in place right now that make that not tenable for them. They cannot as an entity, come into the National Football League and buy a team. They can't. There's reasons why. They have legal reasons why you you have to have a person buy a National Football Team mm-hmm. league, uh, a team. But it's going to become quickly apparent as the, the, the value of these teams go up and gambling is such a big part of this conversation because gambling has made national football team uh, these teams very, very valuable. Mm-hmm. They've gone from $2 billion entities now to $6 billion entities. In five years, they're going to be $15 billion right. entities because of the gambling revenue that's created. There's only fucking probably eight people in America that can afford to buy a national football league team Mm -hmm. you know what i mean at some point they're gonna have to open the door for entities for funds for uh consortiums to be able to come in and buy buy these teams right and once that happens all of a sudden i mean who's gonna be number one it's gonna be the fucking saudis i mean they are that is arguably the richest cash richest government in the on the planet it's not arguable there. They are a, just have a trillion dollars in cash to spend mm-hmm. on shit. It's a big deal, man. And it, it, it becomes, again, it goes back to geopolitics. Like, do we want Saudi Arabia owning a piece of American culture and American um, history? Like, if you're living in fucking, I don't know, Cleveland, do you want the Cleveland Browns to be owned by the Saudi government for all intents and purposes? No. Of course not. And the this is where I kind of I understand and, and I got a better understanding of why you said that as you were explaining it to me and I'm like, "Okay, that makes sense." The only safeguard or bulwark that we have being these and I'll call them the big 3, which is clearly Definitively American sports. Internationally, when it comes to fucking car racing and soccer and hockey to a certain extent, because that's not solely an American thing either, obviously. When it comes to those, I think there's looser regulation to it by virtue of who can buy it, why you can buy it, when you can buy it. When it comes to American sporting teams, there is... (laughs) 
uh, a long legacy of what needs to take place to own an American team. Sure. Right? For the big three, that is. Number one, money doesn't rule all. If it's simply a matter of money, Saudi could come in and literally buy every single sports team in every single sport and have money left over. They could just come run roughshod and buy it all because they have the money to do it. But we have a system in place like you can't become an owner in this league without all of the other owners voting on whether or not you could become an owner. You have you have local and state and federal government coming in going, is this a monopoly? They can get involved with it. Is Are we taking money from an enemy of the state? Um, I, I, it, the thing that bothered me the most about everything we're talking about wasn't so much, what you said makes sense to me. Like, I get it. They may get into an untenable position where there's no longer people in America that can afford their own team. I understand that on paper. The thing I don't understand is why we're giving so much credence to something that is so clearly wrong. And it goes back to simple money grab. And I know it always does come back to the simple money grab. The only reason this LIV League even exists is because people are greedy pieces of shit. Period. End of story. It's not funny. It's not cute. When people are asked that are in the LIV, like, um, what do you think about Saudi Arabia's involvement in 9-11? Uh, well, everybody makes mistakes. And that's what the leader, Greg Norman, of the American side of the LIV said. Uh, sometimes people make mistakes. When you're dealing with a level of complete disregard to humanity uh, an attention span of a gnat when it comes to your own bank account, I think ultimately this ends with that. I think the negative press and the, the, the inability to square the circle of humanity for the United States, if you want to piss off both sides, if you want to piss off the America, MAGA, sure. and you want to piss off fucking the left... Tell them that 9-11 was just a giant mistake and they don't know what happened. And ah, We all make yeah. mistakes. Which happened this, you wanna, this week. It happened with one of the douchey, and I'm sure he's from the South. DeChambeau. Because yeah. he sounds like yeah. he's from the South. Um, I'm sure that really played over well with his friends and family. Um, and you know what? You deserve all the blowback. But listen, while you're cashing that big check for this, you, your family... Your friends, your children are going to have to grow up in an environment and exist in an environment where you're looked at almost, right? Like you're a traitor to the United States. Right. And I'm no, I'm no flag waver. You guys know that. But where is there going to be an issue where everybody can galvanize on? Can we all agree that the Saudis are fucking bad people? It's a bad regime. I'm not talking about individual. I'm not talking about the religion. I'm rank not and file. I'm not. <laughs> the way they exist, what they do is not what we consider humane. Yeah. Right. Whether it's well, whether it's women's rights, child yeah, rights, hundred percent. Whether it's uh, people's rights, it's despicable. The the rights of gay, the rights oh, of fucking yeah. LGBTQ. They're they live in medieval times, and if they want to do that, that's cool. But I'll be damned 
if you're going to bring it to the rest of the educated world. Yeah, I mean, that's the concept, right? The problem is when the rubber meets the road. Aren't they supposed to be propagating their religion, by the way, and proselytizing? We had a very um, similar situation happen in London, and it's drawn out over the last decade. And we're dealing with a different country. We're dealing with the United Arab Emirates. And, uh, again, have some egregious practices when it comes to certain things. But when compared to Saudi Arabia monumentally more progressive. Yeah, they're like, they're like diet Saudi. I practically lived in Abu Dhabi, you know what I mean? Right. For a while. And like, it's so, di- uh, like, women can be in bikinis and go to the beach and, you know, like, like real shit happens there. But they still ain't right. They're not right. The, Sorry. They are egregious. Um, they pay disservice to third country nationals, so it's it's crazy. Yeah. But in, in London... Let's take Manchester, for instance. Both of those teams are owned by fucking Emirati interests. Right. You know what I mean? Zayed al Nain, who owns Manchester City, that is a that is a team that's valued at like eight billion dollars. Yeah. It's bigger than I don't know, seventy percent of the NFL teams right now. Right. You know what I mean? There was a huge outcry of um, fucking resistance to allowing that sell to happen manchester was like no we're do not you think be- that was more uh racially related and religiously related well, and nationalist re- related they have different um there's a very interesting relationship with british citizens and islamic countries 100 it's ugly and it's not cool it's ugly yeah but ultimately what it came down to was the fact that no one in fucking england had the fucking means to step up and block that fucking from happening. Except the parliamentary government. The government tried, but they could ultimately, and that's where we're at right now. Like, what's going to happen with this live thing? Is What's going to happen huge. with the libertarians where the market dictates? The market I want to hear all these libertarians yeah. where the market dictates I love, everything. I, I want to hear your thoughts on it, you fucking short sided pieces of shit. I would love to that, hear that think the minimum wage should be whatever we pay people because that's what the market dictates. Yeah. How about when the market is fucking consumed by people that literally your best interest is the last thing in their brain. Yeah. I wonder how your market works. Then. I don't give a fuck about golf. If the PGA disappears Dude, tomorrow, I don't give a shit. Listen, but, I know friends of ours play golf and they play it while they're getting drunk. Don't pretend like this is some serious fucking sport. I played golf in 2005. John Daly was a superstar of golf. Yeah. That man can't tie his shoes. Nope. Don't call him an athlete. And I know know that golfers now are in shape because they have to be in their high performance skill things that they can do. But don't, don't, don't tell me DK Metcalf (laughs) <laughs> is anything like fucking Rory Vandershoot or whatever the fuck his name is. They're not the same species. Vandershoot. Whatever. <laughs> but don't pretend like that's some sort of glorified fucking athletic thing. It's a skill and I, I admire it. I think it's cool. But don't, but you're not, it, it, it's not the same in my brain. I understand that. All I will say as my, you have to separate that part of it because I share that view. So it's hard for me to overcome that to 
to yeah. even care about it. But what I'm talking about is like, at what point do we have enough um, self awareness to say we are not going to sell our institutions? Thank you, and that's where that's that where is, the rubber hits the road. The PGA is an institution I grew up with. I'm aware of it. I don't watch it, but I know what the Masters means for people that live in Augusta. Oh my God. Well, no, it's a world. That's a worldwide. Growing event. up in Los Angeles, nobody gave a fuck. You know, but okay, the U.S. Open, that's a big fucking. Deal. Nobody gives a yeah, fuck. That's not true. In, in the that cities, in the fucking urban centers of America, nobody true. gives a fuck about golf. That is. Not this is true. all rural bullshit. It's rural. The people on your street don't, but that that is Bobby. not. That is not a fair fucking. Bobby, it's not. I'll show you the numbers. I, it's fine. The numbers are, are huge. There's obviously a reason huge. why the organization exists. Yeah. What I'm saying is people, uh, uh, high concentration population centers of America, where all the fucking money comes from and everybody lives, it doesn't land, dude. I don't agree. It doesn't fucking land. It's agree. everybody outside of that. Which is significant. I'm not saying it's insignificant. I'm just saying nobody fucking cares. I feel the same about PGA that I do about Big Head Todd and the Monsters. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. If they're going to start to take away the Steelers and the Rams and the Dolphins and the Saints, yeah. now then, we got a problem. You're going down a rabbit hole. I Honestly, if we destroyed every golf course planet-wide... Can we just build a park? And fucking built parks and farmland on golf courses. <laughs> you would I be would happy. Be perfectly fucking happy. And you Our be world right. would be a better place. And you would be right. And we would live longer as a species. 100%. Because it would take less water to grow corn on but those what would fucking you, golf courses. What would you do with all those pleated khakis? You know what? I, well, you burn them. You burn them, right? In a symbolic gesture. <laughs> <laughs> But what I'm saying is, <laughs> but we just have to be careful of who we want to. I know how I many know. foxes. I'm, I'm being, I'm how being, many foxes being an do asshole. we let in our hen house? I know. I'm being an asshole. That's all I'm saying. How many foxes? Because no, I by don't want any foxes in our hen house. When whomever owns the fucking New Orleans Saints Benson? can't afford that fucking thing anymore, and they decide, well, we've got this offer. You're gonna. I mean, but you dude, still. That still, affects all of a sudden. That but affects still your life. Levels of. Whether just because you get an offer don't mean shit. I understand that, dude. But how I many teams have had offers to buy it that they said no? Of course, and they can do that with yeah. those dickheads too. But you can only say no, and as long as other people have the money, to I understand actually that. Buy I the understand that. Thing. I get it. And they're, dude. I like I said earlier that Mark Davis that owns the fucking Las Vegas Raiders. By, by the way. Best haircut in the NFL. Amazing haircut. Amazing haircut. That man looks Have like a... Have you seen him? He looks like a little rascal. Does he... <laughs> Stymie <laughs> Allen. <laughs> what I'm saying, eventually he's going to get priced out of the NFL. His team is going to get valued higher than he can have... You have to keep 30% in escrow of your team's value. I know. In the bank, dude. I he say... doesn't have the... The reason... Um, Khalil Mack stopped yeah. being a fucking Raider is because he couldn't literally afford to pay for him. I understand that. You know what I mean? But that 
that could be said about a lot of teams. And he might be, be the broke, be most broke dick owner in the NFL. Maybe. But at some point, he's going to have to sell that team because he just fucking has to. But he doesn't so have who to comes, do it right now. But who comes and rolling they don't in, bro? need to say that they need to fucking buy it. But who comes you, rolling you in? You need people agreeing to it. It's not a alley deal where you're like, bro, I really need some help. I got no, some money. No, it's an oh, alley uh, deal because alley chic fucking ah, what's his name? Comes See what rolling. you did? Yeah. Softball, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Love you. Ollie's going to come rolling in, and this is not a racist statement. I'm not... I I like the people in the Middle East. I interacted with them. I grew up... We're, we're not grew, literally I, not talking about that. I, I, I'm talking I'm about just the saying, government of Saudi I don't want this Arabia. to sound xenophobic. This is it's not about not. xenophobia. It literally has nothing to do with that. This is about who you want to be in bed with. The government in of business. that country is bad. They the are people aren't bad. bad. People. The land isn't bad. But Nothing the folks is... that live there, they're great. But it's a fucking, it's a oligarchy. That's it's a, the ultimate. It's a fucking ultimate oligarchy. And by the way, we're an oligarchy, and you know God. Well, we just don't know. So we, t- we said, we teased, and we're getting close to the end of this, but we teased at the beginning that this had something to do with Donald Trump. Well, well Donald Trump has been playing ball with the Live Tour since they started. They started one year ago today and what, as we and, record. Okay. And he has hosted live tour Saudi Arabian events on his golf courses multiple times. Because he's a patriot. You know what I mean? Those guys teed off from his ex-wife's grave. Literally. You know what I mean? Literally. Yeah. And, and by I the way, promise you, there's documents buried in that bitch's grave. Patri- they already got to it. Uh, <laughs> patriot. Donald Trump. Patriot who, Donald Trump. Who would have fought in Vietnam had it not be for... His little bum toe or whatever he bum, had. Bone spurs. Oh, bone spurs. Um, yeah. So so my dad had to go there, but um, you didn't because you're a real man. Uh, not unlike Josh Hawley. Uh, manhood. Manhood. Uh, but the, the thing to really wrap this up, again, I don't want to say xenophobe, about any of it this literally doesn't have to do with people it has to do with the the government running countries that's it i don't give a fuck what you believe i love you but that those people in charge of that country were directly responsible for a lot of bad things happening in the world and it's provable it's not subjective and it and it goes beyond 9-11. It goes no, beyond... No, no. Wait, dude. Kash- they, it goes beyond Khashoggi. Khashoggi. It goes, it, it, I know, but I'm saying... They behead gay people and women in their town squares. 100%. These are not our people. No. As a government. As a, as a human. As a humanity issue. You know? This is not where we're headed towards. Right. This is not our end game is to be like Saudi Arabia. It's not it's not religiously based. This is money. Yeah. This is oil. This is power. It's the same old bullshit trifecta that it's been for 60 fucking years in this fucking country and worldwide. I just don't want to play ball with people that do that to their people. You're not going to do anything to me. I don't want to play games with you because you do that to your people. Right. That's fucked up, brother. And whether it's hitting a small white golf ball around with a ex- really expensive wood, which is funny they call it a wood because it's not made out of wood anymore. They used but, to be. 
But th- yeah, I, know. I had my, Woodwoods. My my grandfather had those too. Uh, but but it, it's funny. It, it just, the whole sport is funny. It would be like it would be like Saudi Arabia taking over billiards. Yeah, I would have the same feeling. And the funny thing I think is the I could look it up, but I'm not going to. The you guy should. the guy that runs the PIF. That is MB, MBS is top of the food chain. Yeah, he's all right. F- he's all buddies with fucking Phil Mickelson and sure. Greg Norman and all these guys. Sure, you know what I mean. The reason he wants to get into golf because he loves golf. They make mistakes sometimes. He's just a young and he's a he's a younger guy. Who knows what his yeah, views? Are. You know, he was probably fucking eleven when nine eleven happened. You know what I mean? Sure. But, like, he just loves golf and he wants to be involved in golf. And I don't want to take that away from him as a human being. I do. But I want to take it away from his government. Because what he represents is not our values. It just isn't. And we're okay for being um, barricaded in that. There's a reason we're buttressed against foreign interests taking over our institutions. And it's weird. Because we have... Certain values that we want to uphold. I, I, it's hard for me to hear that only because the couching of values into an argument gets me a little hinky jinky, and that's only because values is so used as a trigger word all the time for who we are as Americans. Because there's Christian values and American values, and when it's all about moral values, and but ultimately from an human. From a humanitarian standpoint, the values of a human, they don't fit within the context of. And I don't mean they as their entire population. I'm saying that oligarchy, those people that have the 1% of everything in that country, because let's be honest, probably 30 people in that country have 99% of the wealth. I'm just spitballing, but it's probably fucking close. They're not good people. That might even be... That might even be... Conservative. Conservative, right. I'm just saying, I don't think those are the tenants, the wants, the needs of most of the planet. And I don't I don't hope to subscribe to spread that philosophy any further. Which... That's all I'm talking about. And we could wrap it up by saying, I share that belief, and that's why I think this is a bigger story than... Maybe we're seeing it as. I just I want to have to be vigilant. I'll believe it when I see it. We, but have, we to have to be vigilant. I get what you're saying. Vigilant. I just hope it doesn't contextualize itself into hating the people from dot dot dot. Of course not. I just don't want the same the, the same it's outlook. Twelve assholes. I exactly. You know. I, I, mean? I just don't want the same scope of thought from these people. To permeate through everybody else because what they're thinking is very not okay. And we have people, That's it. We have people on the verge of our presidency in the United States that are fully and grabbing balls welcome. and stroking shafts. They are welcome. To they are bring just fucking sucking it, man. They are Donald Trump in a heartbeat will bring that consortium would sell into this our country. society. I know. That's for a fucking Trisket and a handshake, man. It's unbelievable. Fuck that guy, man. My short pearl of wisdom. And by the way, I wonder why Jared Kushner got $2 billion. Yeah, huh. That's weird. That's weird. He was consulting on what? On what? Was it the opioid crisis? He might crisis? be running this. I don't know. Ooh. 
You know, I don't know. He looks like he plays golf. He could be making the connections. I mean, those golf courses that Donald Trump's owns are part of the Live Tour. Ooh, maybe that was the There whole... is a connection. So, you, the South I'm not making him allegations. 2 billion. 2 billion with a dollars. B, by yeah. the way. B. I think it actually has something to do with China. Ah, There's whatever. like a whole, yeah. China. One cool thing, China, this week happened. Hey. And this one can we, can we, do you know what I'm even talking about? I know what you are, and I'm applauding. Saudi Arabia came through with an offer to, I would argue, to be the GOAT of European and South American football. Um, Lionel Messi, it has been said that um, Maradona played football like he had the, the ball attached to his shoe. And then further on, they said Messi plays like he has the ball in his sock. Right. We're talking about the GOAT. Better than Pele, better than Maradona, better than Ronaldo, better than Beckham. And now he's playing for the States. Lionel Messi is coming to Miami. Messi's in Miami. But (laughs) I thought you were going to talk about Pat Robertson. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about that too. Oh. That's why I, I was clapping. Want, I want to wrap up on the Lionel Messi thing, and then we'll talk about Pat Robertson. Because Bobby's got go! a football kick the last couple of years. I, I mean, yeah, it's been building up in my life. But Lionel Messi's coming to Miami. He was offered almost, I think, a billion and a half dollars to play football for the Saudi Arabia. I don't even know what that number league, is. Um, for like two and a half years. Great. And he said no. I'm going to Miami because my wife can drive her car and fucking go to the beach with me in Miami. Very brave. So they gave him a chunk of MLS and they gave him... He's so brave. He's so brave. (laughs) You're talking about the guy that's worth half a billion dollars already. No, but it's really cool. You know what? He's the guy. I think this is a beautiful thing. I think it makes him, number one, the most sellable... Football player on the planet. Oh, easily. And I can piggyback on that. But he knows his money lies elsewhere, regardless yeah. if his wife can drive or not or wears a burka or not. <laughs> um, either way, good for him. Welcome to Miami, bitches. Yeah. And uh, we love great sports in the United States. Yeah. And Messi, from the t- before I moved into Durango, my best friend Amir, who's Iranian, that is in LA, was my best friend, and he was a fucking football guy his whole life. And I used to just endlessly roast him about it because nobody in America cares about soccer up until recently. It was whatever. But 15 years ago, nobody gave a shit. And he had messy posters and a messy jersey, and he was like so into it. And I bet, I hope he today feels so good about Messi coming to the United States. I hope he, above all else, feels great. You talk about the the marketability of a man like Lionel Messi. um, Enter Miami. Who's kind of perfect off the field. Yeah. Enter Miami, which is probably the worst team in American football Mm. in the MLS. I didn't know. I don't know Uh, shit is now the most followed social media account on every platform of any 
fucking team in America. There you go. They have Inner Miami now has more social media followers than the Dallas Cowboys. So what you're saying is money well spent? Money well spent. Wow, that's weird. You're going to sell one gazillion dollars jerseys. in Just jerseys. jerseys. Just jerseys. Not even attendance. Ticket sales, Just unfortunately, merch. are up like 500%. Dude, dog, but, I paid $900 a ticket to see a Saints game. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is, right? Dog. He, he got a piece of Adidas. Yeah, dude. To come over. So what he's, a baller, He's going to be rocking some fucking yeah, so three stripes. Yeah, so don't talk to me about Saudi money. He's going to be that rocking motherfucker three stripes. rocked it, bro. Some German Nazi money, baby. Some Adidas, dude. Adidas. Schweinhund. <laughs> we got Nazi tennis shoes now. Mach schnell. But anyways, it's really cool. I, I'm really happy. that. And? Man, but Messi rebuked. The offer from Saudi Arabia. Well, he knew his so legacy many would last a lot longer. Right and he I knew think, his legacy would And go he's a, a lot guy, longer. like you said, that is probably in a position in his life right now where he, he doesn't say, fuck, fuck it, man. You know what would be cool? I'll go live on South Beach for my retirement. And still make a billion. And just play fucking soccer for a couple Hi. of years. Yeah. Let's go. And he's going to be playing Mozart out there. Oh, no. While I know. Everybody the, else is while pl- we're plucking banjos. Everybody's going. We're plucking banjos. I know. Messi's going to be playing Mozart. He's Beethoven. Even at 35 years old. I know. You know what I mean? And Pat Robertson's dead. Pat Robertson is a piece of That motherfucker is dead as dirt. He is. This is our joint pearls. He's burning in hell right now. Dude, I hope. I hope there's a hell. I hope. Because he's in it. Harvey Weinstein. In a purple fluorescent G-string, oh. grabs him by the... As the light came down, and he thought it was... For Jesus. Oh, my God, Jesus. God, Jesus. I hope it came down, and Harvey Weinstein's big, fat, hairy face went, Hi, Pat! And he was wearing a purple neon G-string, and he takes him by his old, wrinkled, fucked hand... And he goes, listen, Pat, I'm going to have to penetrate you deep before you go anywhere. And he rips out this fucking huge hog, this big Jewish uncircumcised, which makes it weirder. Yeah, that's hog. Why would it be uncircumcised? Slathers it up with bacon bits. And he just fucking destroys Pat Robertson over and over. And it's not just once. It's for eternity. And I don't know if you guys know this, but in hell, Harvey Weinstein comes fire ants. No. Yeah. No. Fire ants that are on fire. Yeah. Just flaming fire ants. Absolutely. Coming out of of his big... Why is he uncircumcised? (laughs) I don't know. But it makes it weirder. Let's just say... The title of this episode is going to (laughs) be Pat Robertson is getting donkey punched. By Jeffrey listen, Epstein. Listen, we're not we're not violent people, but Pat Robertson was such a blight God, on humanity and people. Oddly enough, hated gays, but friend of trans. Friend, weird. Do you right? want to square that circle? It's a strong position. Or does Pat got some fucking ghosts in his house? Yeah, I don't know. I'm man. just saying. Yeah, everybody's got their thing. I think he loves a slap in the tickle. 
I grew up watching Pat Robertson. Of course you did. Um, <laughs> who was the other one? Jimmy uh, uh, Fallon? No, no, I'm kidding. Uh, uh, um, the one that got uh, busted for... Who was the, the blonde gal? You're talking about Tammy Faye? Tammy Faye. And Jim Baker? And Jim Baker. You I mean grew the criminals? I grew up. They're criminals. I grew My folks, I God forbid my They're dad listens to this podcast. He would criminals. never have made it this far. They're um, criminals. They were criminals. I grew up watching that. criminals. I had to watch that shit every fucking Oh, that explains so much week about you. I had to watch Pat Robertson. That's I had to watch horrible, fucking, bro. Um, Oral Roberts? Jimmy Graham? Jimmy Graham! Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham? All that shit. Not the tight end of the Saints no. and Seahawks. Was it Billy Graham? Billy, Billy Graham. Graham. Billy Graham. Because Jimmy Graham was great. I had to watch Billy, all the <laughs> Billy Graham things that would come on. I had to watch all those. No. I mean, I had the weirdest upbringing, dude. Dude, that sucks. That explains a lot about you. So me and my gay brother would just go downstairs and steal our dad's liquor because that's your only choice at that point. <laughs> yeah, and I was twelve. <laughs> yeah, but you also <laughs> Which explains a lot more. You also know you needed a slug. No, I, I, I could use a shot. Yeah, I could use a shot, brother. Uh, bro, if I got to sit through this, I could use a little taste. Hey, listen, you know what I'm saying Pat Robertson dead at ninety three. Brianna Taylor dead at twenty five. Oh. Is there a camera? Probably not. Probably not. But we can enjoy. These pieces of shit no longer being there. And the faster that people running for president can be dead, by natural causes, obviously, the better for all of us. This is a bad person removed from the planet, and I know there's going to be 10 more behind him because we've got MTG and Gates and Boburn, all these fucking people that want to make a Christian nationalist state. But God bless America, because you'll never get there. We'll never let you have it, you motherfuckers. Rest in hell, fuckstick. Donald Trump looks like he has malaria. 